everything technology from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Ho, ho, ho! That was my first ho, ho, ho of the season. I think I did okay. Actually, I lied. It's my second. I was, um, I was challenged slash asked slash guilted into ho-ho-hoing on CFM Cairns this morning. Um, so to the people of Cairns um, who were enjoying their breakfast at the time, my apologies. I think I did okay, though. It was kind of gutsy because I do have a bit of a Santa gut. So that's okay. I'm allowed, right? Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, what a wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time I've lost my mind, obviously. Um, singing and ho-ho-hoing within one minute of the show starting. Genius. Now, it is episode 354, as my records indicate, and we have a big show. A uh, couple, bunch of calls. We're going to talk uh, digital TV. We're going to talk um, mobile phones. We're going to talk websites. We're going to talk iPads. A lot of those conversations will help you and um, perhaps your purchasing decisions going forward. I want to talk to you about Nintendo's classic mini entertainment system and the perils of internet retail plus i'm giving one away um and i want to talk about optus's solution for home broadband if you don't live in an adsl or an nbn serviced area very very cool solution which is worth looking at um we'll talk about a uh, health solution health and fitness solution that well i turned on i tested it but let's be honest i didn't give it a run for its money but i gave it a whirl i tried it out and i'll tell you about that i want to talk about coding for preschoolers we talked about gmu the robot last week I want to talk about coding for preschoolers and we'll have a talk about some iPad or sorry, iPhone, God, not iPad, iPhone uh, photography tips um, from the experts and a great little battle tank remote control car game, which I'm pretty sure I haven't told you about. I'm pretty sure I talked to Stephen Fennick about it, but I, I wanted to spend a bit of time here quickly talking about it as well. Uh, all that plus your calls here on Your Tech Life. Thanks to the good people at Alcatel, Alcatel Mobile. Uh, celebrating a great year at number three for five consecutive quarters here in Australia, the number three mobile phone brand. Um, and, of course, Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technology. Without further ado, let's get techie. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say But remind you to that um, I am now doing a uh, radio program every single day of the week, uh, Monday to Friday, on uh, TUE Talking Lifestyle every weeknight at 8pm um, in Sydney. And if rumours are to be believed, it could be in Melbourne and Brisbane as of next year sometime. But I'll wait for an official announcement on that one. But uh, Talking Technology every weeknight, 8pm, 8 to 9 taking your calls, talking technology, doing interviews. It's a lot of fun and a great show. And yeah, you can also podcast that program. Um, if you're desperate to hear just so much of me that you get to probably, you know, 40, 30 minutes, 40 minutes here, you get half an hour with Stephen Fennick plus another five hours. That's seven hours of me on podcast. 
six, seven hours. Um, Talking Technology is the name of the show. You should be able to find it on iTunes. Pocket Casts. Um, we do two podcasts, the full show every night, plus just the interviews uh, each and every night. So um, lots of different content to choose from on Talking Technology. Now, the Nintendo Classic Mini entertainment system was this great console $99 tiny little thing just plugs into the a USB charger which doesn't come with it um, HDMI cable into your, into your TV and, uh, and a little controller that's only two foot long to play up to 30 classic Nintendo games Mario um, Galaga Donkey Kong like it's awesome like it is so so awesome it's not ridiculous like it's kidding it's f- so good uh, and it was very popular because it's 99 bucks, and that is, for many, just a simple disposable income that you would spend on something so cool. Sold out at EB Games, uh, sold out at Target. A second shipment came to EB Games. The website crashed. They, they sold it the next day. The website crashed again. Target got a shipment this week. Their website crashed too. Now, what this tells me, first and foremost, is the internet is not ready for mass retail. You're thinking, well, hang on a minute, what? Amazon's doing very well. Kogan's doing very well. I just... I just am not sure that the companies like EB Games and Target are investing enough in infrastructure or that the cost of that infrastructure is so high that it's not worth them investing more in making a service available to all Australians. Now, if, I don't know, 50,000 people logged on to Target website and crashed it, that's not good. That is not good. And it just proves why people still go to the shops because you can't trust the internet. It could crash at any time. And I still believe the census wouldn't have worked even if there hadn't been a denial of service attack because it wouldn't have bloody made it into um, uh, into the realms of, uh, of the public because too many people would have tried to access it. So with that said, um, I thought to myself, thousands, tens of thousands of people have missed out on a Nintendo Classic Mini here. So I've got one. I'm going to give it away. I'm confident that next year, when they're 99 bucks in the stores again, I'll buy one. And the one I've got now that I showed on the Today Show that Nintendo sent me, I'm going to give away. So, if you want a Nintendo Classic Mini, there is a competition right now at eftm.com.au. And all you need to do is like us on Facebook. You need to tell us your favourite childhood gaming memory. And uh, write that in the entry form. And then uh, on the entry form, you'll then be subscribed to our newsletter. If you've done those three things, you will be in the draw uh, for me to judge a winner at 10 a.m. on Friday morning this week, the 16th of December. And I will post an express post. I think I've got an express post bag here somewhere. Let me check. No. Got a lot of standard posts. Anyway, it'll be posted to you by Christmas. And that's pretty cool free to give away so check it out uh, it's on the website now eftm.com.au well worth a look if you're in the market for that cool little nintendo classic mini uh, eftm.com.au is the place to go now optus sent me a product which they i'd never heard of um, I'd heard of products like it from certainly Telstra and others, but I thought this was really interesting. I've tested it out. It's um, sitting next to me here with uh, it's Optus logo just staring at me. No, a little white box. It looks much more um, stylish than a, a normal boring modem. And it's made by Huawei. It's a, it's a modem. It's an internet modem. You plug it into power and power alone, and inside it is a SIM card, and it connects to the Optus mobile network. Now, if you're in a 4G plus network area, you'll get their highest um, network coverage and you'll be able to get 12 megabit downloads, one, one, 12 meg down, one meg up 
downloads without having to have an ADSL connection, without having to have a cable, without having to have a copper line. You just plug it in and it works. There's no battery on board. It has to be plugged into the wall. Now, it's $80 a month for 200 gigabytes of data. Now, to put that in perspective, you would pay $80 for, I don't know, 8 gig of data with one of the big telcos. Now, the reason it's cheaper is because, A, it's fixed to home, and B, it is speed limited. So on Optus Mobile, you should be getting 30, 40 megabyte downloads, but this is giving you 12. If you're not in one of their higher-end um, service areas, you'll, you'll get a lower-end coverage, which is 5 meg downloads. I'm getting that. Works fine. Now, I've had plenty of people over the years ring me on the radio and say, I don't have ADSL, or my ADSL live too far from the exchange, or they won't, won't add my house because there's, they've run out of pairs, or they're not upgrading the exchange because the MBN's coming. This is perfect for those people. You can get the internet even though you don't have a cable or a copper line at home. If the NBN is coming but not yet, then this is perfect. Now, the other people it's awesome for are people who share homes. So you can put one in your room and not have to share your Wi-Fi with your housemates. Or if you rent a lot, you could you might move homes regularly. You can just take this with you. You don't have to get a line installation and internet setup. It's almost perfect for that situation. So you can have a month-to-month plans. So you can go 12-month or 24-month contract. Uh, you've got a Wi-Fi network there, which can be completely private, obviously. works with all your normal Wi-Fi networks, and it's available wherever 4G Plus or 4G is available with Optus. Uh, 80 bucks a month for 200 gig, even at five down and one up, is still excellent value if you can't get internet at home. 200 gig, that's like 200 hours of Netflix. Um, so not a bad thing if you're just looking to finally get some decent internet at home. So if your ADSL is not performing and you're spending big bucks, well, here's an option for you. Uh, it's called Optus Home Wireless Broadband, um, and it's available now. Very easy to get. You just got to uh, call Optus or go to their uh, go to the local stores, um, their website, and look for Optus Home Wireless Broadband. Uh, very cool product for those with connectivity issues. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. Looking for a last minute Christmas gift? Check out the Garmin website. They've got a bunch of holiday gift ideas for you, from the Vivo Active HR, the Vivo Smart HR, to the Phoenix Three to the Garmin Drive Lux sat-nav system, to the Forerunner watches. But one of the top picks would have to be the Vivo Fit 3 at $159. It's a top-quality health and fitness tracker, which has your daily goal on screen, your steps, the time, everything you need right there on the screen. Great little product from Garmin uh, called the Garmin Vivo Vivo Fit 3. $159. $159. Uh, check it out now at garmin.com.au. If you, if you know someone who's into golf or um, or cycling or fitness and health, there's always a product at garmin.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. And uh, this is Your Tech Life. If you've got a question about technology, all you've got to do is go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Simon. Hello, Trevor. Mate, what can I do for you? What's your problem today? Uh, tuning in the new HD channel for the ABC, I seem to be able to get um, to tune into SBS HD, and mm. I think it's one of the other commercial stations, but not the ABC. It won't let me tune. Yeah, so I can tell you right up without even needing to worry about what TV it is. But how old is the TV, mate? Oh, I would say it'll be about seven years, eight years old. Yeah. So unfortunately, mate, um, what happens is the um, SBS HD has always been around. It's it's not a new channel, and they're broadcasting in 
what we call MPEG-2, which is uh, the broadcast technology used for digital TV from the from the get-go. But what the commercial stations twigged onto about a year ago was that if they if they broadcast in MPEG-4, they could fit more channels in to smaller space in the air, and they could uh, they could do more with it. Obviously, make more money. Uh, the problem is. If your TV is more than about four years old, it's at risk of not being able to receive them. And the the clear diagnosis for you, mate, is unfortunately because you can get SBS and not ABC, your TV is not MPEG-4 compatible and therefore you can't receive it at all. Oh, dear. But you're and loving the TV, the I'm Google, guessing. One of the Google little boxes? Well, look, a Google a Google box is not going to get you free-to-air television. It's going to get you internet-style TV. Oh, the only yes. thing you could do is buy a set-top box because I'm assuming the TV itself is still in good nick and you know the picture looks good yeah. and all those things. Um, yeah. So what yeah. you want to get is a set-top box for free-to-air TV. Now, a Fetch TV, a Top Field, a Digitech, there's a huge number of them out there and you really don't need a flashy one. You could probably get one at J Car Electronics, assuming that you don't want to record the high definition. You just want to watch it, mate. Just go cheap, but remember to make sure that it's MPEG four MPEG dash four is what it's called. Sounds ridiculously complex, but if it doesn't have that, it won't receive channel nine, channel ninety, uh, channel thirteen, which is channel ten's HD, and also channel twenty, which is ABC's HD. And the the quality when we plug it into the HDMI, the it'll look great. Will be... Yep, it'll look excellent. So basically, your TV has got enough pixels on the screen to see HD, but it doesn't have the the decoding technology that when the signal comes down from the airwaves, it doesn't know how to turn it into a picture. What you buy is a set top box that'll allow you to get the picture, and then the HDMI will send it into the TV, and that means you can hold on that TV for a little bit longer until it's ready to hit the hay and then you upgrade and your new TV when you get one will work with all the channels and you won't need the set-top box anymore. Oh, well, thank you very, very much for your help. That Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, re- but... Yeah, um, yeah, but really well described. Thank you very much. I appreciate You're obviously it. not very technical because you can actually describe me. <laughs> <laughs> I try hard not to get too technical. I like to give you information, <laughs> like MPEG-4. It's a cool cool thing to know, Simon, but uh, but it yeah. doesn't help to uh, to explain it to you that way. Good on you, mate. Good luck with the TV. Thanks for your call. Cheers. Good on you, mate. And if you've got a question or you want to get in touch, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. You've got a question about technology. Let me try and help you out if I can. The website, eftm.com.au. Go there, send me an email. I'll get in touch. G'day, Amanda. Hey, Trevor. How are you? Very well. How can I help you? Um, so I'm looking to get an iPad. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the iPad Pro over the iPad Air, um, but then I'm also sort of tossing up, do I get the normal size one, the larger size one, or do I even hold off till next year when there are supposed yeah. to be some new iPads? There's always new stuff coming from Apple, always. So, you know, <laughs> kind of just got to be ready for that. But uh, first and foremost, why do you think you want the Pro over the Air 2? Um, I like the fact that it's got the stylus and you can do sort of writing and drawing and yeah. sort of use it, um, the tool in that way. Well, let's so be clear, kind of Amanda, it's not a stylus. It's a pencil. It's an Apple pencil. Oh, <laughs> and okay. look, I'll, I'll be Apple honest pencil. with you. I'll be honest with you. The Apple pencil is amazing. It, it is okay. probably, I'm going to say, and this is controversial, but it's probably Apple's um, most underrated product. I mean, it's expensive at $160, dollars, but... The way it works on the screen is better than any stylus I've ever used in my life. Uh, and, you know, most styluses is just your finger on a stick, right? The, uh, 
the Apple Pencil is designed to, to, to know sensitivity, angle. So you can be in a, in a pencil, like HB pencil mode, like at school. And you actually tilt the pencil and you can do shading as opposed to, you know, writing. It's it's phenomenally good. And I think for that reason, if you do any sort of jotting or drawing, it is phenomenal. And you should get the iPad Pro just for that reason. Um, okay, I, I honestly don't think you should wait till next year because... And I don't have a crystal ball and I could be completely wrong, obviously, but I can't imagine what they do that's so revolutionary that it make me go, oh, I've got the wrong iPad. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. I think that right now it is a thin device. It is a light device and it's only either going to get thinner or slightly smaller or something. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to yep. be unbelievably revolutionary. Now, then you're really left with the decision 9.7 inch or 12.3 inch or whatever the size of the big one is. And I've got to yep. be honest, Amanda... The big iPad Pro is ridiculously big, like enormous. I yeah, just, it does look like a bit like an A4 piece of paper. It's bigger than – it's like A3. It's huge. And <laughs> and I think that depends which circumstance you're going to use it in. So I don't use an iPad as a computer at all. I just use iPads yeah. for kind of consumption and a bit of jotting here and there. So I, I like to be able to carry it around easily. If you were going to sit down in a kind of a workstation, hot desk style environment and just tap away, you know, for four hours at your work, the big screen's good for that. They get a keyboard with it. You know, you can split screen on iPad Pros. There's a bunch of things you can do. But if you're thinking, you know, sitting in a meeting, jotting notes, I think you'd look ridiculous jotting on an iPad Pro, the big version. Um, so I do think that it's 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 got its own specific use case and it's not... For everyone, I think that's why they introduced the 9.7-inch Pro so that they had uh, a device that was much more you know, user-friendly for a, a larger audience. So unless you need a, a huge screen for presentations or um, split-screening a lot or something like that, then I think the iPad Pro 9.7-inch is probably the pick of the bunch. Okay, thank you. Have you thought about whether you need Wi-Fi versus 3G SIM card, 4G SIM card? Um. Oh, that's another question oh. I probably need to think about. Oh. Well, here's <laughs> I was the thing. Thinking just the Wi-Fi because yeah. you can always you can always get Wi-Fi, can't you? But Amanda, yeah. what about that time when you can't get Wi-Fi? So remember this: you can always tether to your smartphone, right? So if you've got a smartphone, yeah. you can always turn on the portable hotspot and go from there. But I don't want to um, prejudge your income or anything like that, but. You sound like the sort of person that's doing well for yourself and, and you know what, you could save an extra week and, and we've been delaying this call a couple of weeks. You've saved in just that time enough to get, get the cellular version. Now, I've always got a cellular version of the iPad, but I never have a SIM card in it until I need it. And so the thing is, with the Wi-Fi version, you simply cannot add a SIM card. But if you buy the cellular version and don't put a SIM card in it, at least you can in the future put a SIM card in it. And that's that's my only caution is to say it is normally only about $150, $200 extra. And for that benefit in the future or in a week, it, it's kind of worth having up your sleeve, unless you're really good on the whole tethering hotspot thing, which frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah, it's food for thought. So I'm, I'm hmm. probably leaning towards the iPad Pro with the cellular and just the 9.7 inch is kind of kind of where I'm at. I don't want to feel like I've influenced so you, you, but that that feels like the right way to go. Thank you. <laughs> Good on you, Amanda. Good luck with the uh, with the Chrissy shopping then. Thanks a lot, Trevor. Cheers, Amanda. No worries. If you've got a question like Amanda about anything technology in your life, go to the website eftm.com.au. 
And we do it all thanks to the good people at Alcatel, Alcatel Mobile. And one of their great deals is the Alcatel Pop 5-inch. Now, this is a 5-inch phone, obviously, uh, with JBL headphones built in, a beautiful HD display, beautiful, sleek, good looks, um, 8 megapixel rear and 5 megapixel front camera, fast quad-core processor, and it's only 119 bucks at Optus. So if you're looking to get on the 4G Plus network with Optus, $119 or four interest-free installments of $29.75, you can get at Optus. Um, it's a great little phone, and honestly, it does everything you will need it to do. Um, and there's just no reason not to consider a basic phone like the Alcatel Pop. Um, Alcatel Pop 5-inch is, uh, as I say, really nice little design. Like It's, it's, uh, it's a sleek-looking phone. Um, and it does everything you'd want from an Android phone. Check it out now. Uh, go to the Optus website and search for Alcatel. The Alcatel Pop 5, now available for $119 outright through Optus. Uh, check it out. They're proud sponsors of your tech life. Uh, Alcatel is what you look for. A-L-C-A-T-E-L. Would you spend $399 on your health? Time's up? No, I wouldn't. Um, but look, I um, I have been trying out the Under Armour Health Box. The Under Armour Health Box is a big red box. That would be a great gift for someone who's into health or fitness. But certainly, if you're looking after your own um, health, then you should uh, you should be considering a product like this. Because here's the great thing. Um, the Health Box isn't just a fitness tracker. Okay, There is a Under Armour fitness tracker that goes around your wrist in it. Great. Made by HTC. Um, track steps really well, track sleep automatically, which I love. Um, it has a really great app for that information. Then there's a heart rate monitor, which, so just so you know, the wrist um, band does monitor your resting heart rate and things like that. But if you want active heart rate monitoring when you're out in a working workout, uh, you've got one of those chest-based heart straps, which allows you to get true, genuine uh, heart rate monitoring on the go. And then there's a set of scales. Now, the scales are Wi-Fi connected. They are also made by HTC, and they are, um, they're, they're very advanced. They're very, very good. Um, you whack on board, they say you weigh too much, and here's your body fat, and get off. Um, probably if you're health, healthy and fit, they say much more positive things. No, they don't really say that, but that's the way I feel whenever I get on scales. Um, it's $3.99, which is a lot of money, but here's the thing. Think about it. You could get a set of scales for a couple of hundred dollars that are Wi-Fi connected. You could buy a... Um, a fitness band that's a couple hundred dollars and you're done. You, you've, you've paid for it right there and then. The reason it works overall is because it comes together. So they all come together in the app. The Under Armour Record app brings it together and makes it one cohesive set of information and data. So really interesting to look at, really, really interesting to check out. Um, and well worth a look. I've put some photos and a full review up at eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. Something else you'll find at eftm.com.au is the Coda Pillar. Now, this one is something my five-year-old's been playing with. Now, here's the thing. Uh, we've talked about coding a lot. Um, Swift Playgrounds is a great coding exercise. Uh, the Gmu is a great coding robot. Um, Osmo has a coding uh, solution as well. But for a five-year-old, you can't teach them code unless you get this Fisher-Price toy called the Coda Pillar. Now, it's normally 99 bucks. I found it at Big W this week at $69. And it's a caterpillar with batteries that is just a head and can drive along. But it only drives when you give it commands. So each little section of the caterpillar, caterpillar, um, is a command. So it might be move forward, 
might be turn left, might be turn right, might be turn around, it might be play music, might be move forward again. And you put these commands in place to make it go on a certain route and you can have a challenge by setting a start and a stop point and you teach your kids coding. So I put a start and a stop point and then said go around that stool and said to Harry make it go around the stool. He made it go to the stool, stool and turn left but it didn't go any further. So he added another move forward. He added another move forward and it didn't quite get there. So he added another, another turn and it finally got there. If at first you don't succeed, try and try again. And with the Coda Pillar, you're not only learning really tangible things about um, problem solving, but you're learning code. And we just got the other day, we got a repeat function. So <clears throat> this little part you plug onto the code, instead of putting three forwards in a row, you put one forward and then a repeat of two. So you put just it's like a loop code in programming terms. Very, very simple way to get coding into the mind of a preschooler. Uh, 69 bucks, awesome toy. And even if they're not into computers, they don't need to be into computers. It's just fun. And then they'll realize they're learning later. Great way to learn. Uh, check it out. Um, I've put photos and details of that guy up as well at eftm.com.au. So iPhone photography is very big over the... Um, summer break over the holidays christmas and you don't want to stuff it up okay you want to take good photos now most of these tips i'm about to give you apply to all smartphones but if you've got an iphone 7 plus there's a couple here just for you so that you can take advantage of the portrait mode now these tips um come from professional photographers and i've, I've refined them down to be nice and easy to understand because there's some great professional photographers who've done amazing things with smartphones now, first and foremost, if you have got an iPhone 7 Plus and you're using portrait mode, make sure you've got the latest iOS because that's where portrait mode is. It didn't ship with that by default. Secondly, portrait mode kind of guides you in real time. So make sure that you're not too close to the person you're taking a photo of um, or it, it kind of won't give you the depth effect that you're hoping for. And also make sure that your subjects, so the kids in my case, are standing well away from the background so that the background doesn't become the same as the foreground. Now, this applies to all, all phones, and it makes a big difference with the iPhone 7 Plus, but always shoot against a non-solid background, so not a white wall. I've shot them against a, a tree or bushes in the background, and it really gives the depth effect where that's available. Um, keep, a, keep an eye on light as well. Now, this on the portrait mode of the iPhone 7 Plus, it will tell you about this, but on all phones, make sure that you're, you're not getting the light in your face. You want the light in their face. So have the light behind you and have the light shining in their face. Uh, the more light, the better the shot. Dark rooms just end up in a blurry photo. It might look good on your screen, but once you look at it bigger on a, on a computer, it looks terrible. Get the kids to stand still. It makes a big difference when they're standing still. I know it's hard. Um, and if you want to be in the photo, don't forget iPhones and all smartphones have a timer. Sometimes it's in the settings and menu, but you can set a timer on a smartphone. So get a little tripod Whack it on a, on a stand and you can actually be part of the photo too. Really simple tips that can make your photography much, much better this Christmas as we lead up to getting the family together and enjoying a bit of family time. Uh, lovely, lovely to have family time over Christmas. Uh, check out those tips and more at eftm.com.au. Now, I mentioned this with Stephen Fennick, but I thought it was worth repeating. Um, the Galaxy Zager. Uh, virtual Tank Wars are available at Apple stores. I've had a lot of response to this. $149.95 gets you two cars. 
which are remotely controlled by your iOS device. So iPhone, iPod, iPad, whatever you like. And they Bluetooth connect. The thing is, the two cars can interact. So you've got these kind of sensors on the top. And on the controller, you've got a, a fire button. So you can shoot the other car. They're little tanks on tracks. You could, be, you could be chasing someone, shoot them, and they spin around and lose a life. And the lives are represented on the top of the car. Very, very cool. Plus, you can buy a, a, a battlefield, so you can actually build a little war zone. And you can buy more tanks. For 150 bucks. these things are awesome. They're the best remote control cars I've seen in a long time, just as remote control cars go. Uh, check it out at Apple stores. The Galaxy Zega, Z-E-G-A, Zega, 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 I don't know. Galaxy Zega. The red and the blue are the ones I tried. Leo and, and Gondar. Great little virtual tanks. Great little remote control cars. Great fun for the whole family. Galaxy Zega Virtual Tank Wars available now at Apple stores. Check them out online. Thank you for listening. If you've got a question about technology, do feel free to get in touch. Go to the website eftm.com.au. G'day, George. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Good, mate. What's your uh, question, mate? Trevor, I've got a, a question about a Samsung S7. Mm-hmm. At present, I have a, a, an S6, mm-hmm. and I'm due for an upgrade. Yep. Uh, uh, but we recently came back from Europe, and on the uh, aircraft coming back, they were requesting that anybody on the aircraft step forward now and surrender your S7s or S7 edges. Mm. I'd just like to know... Have they rectified the problem with the S7 or is it still ongoing? The troubling thing for me, George, is that the S7 is is not a problem. Neither is the S7 Edge. So either you misheard that flight announcement or they incorrectly made that flight announcement because the problem was with the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Now, the Note 7 is a very different device to the S7, the S6 and the S5. It's a much bigger device. It has a little pen stylus in it. Um, and it has been completely and utterly recalled. It's no longer available, um, and it won't be made again. So for you, um, so I'm you know I'm troubled by the the announcement. But it, it was always my fear that all those flight announcements would basically taint all of uh, Samsung with the same brush. Um, you know they yes. had they had one bad device. Let's be honest, and it was a very bad device. But it was a brilliant device in technology, but a bad device in terms of the fire and the recall. But for you, mate. The Galaxy S7, which was launched in March, April, is an excellent device. It's only now eight or nine months old. It's a brilliant device um, and well worth upgrading to if, you've, if you're uh, able to upgrade now. But I should warn you, mate, it's, it's December now. They'll announce an S8 in March, and it'll be available in right. Australia in April. So if you can hold off, if the S6 is still running nicely, I'd hold off a few months and stick around for the next one. Well, the problem I've got with the S6 at present, it's uh, it's losing its charge very quickly now, or really? at least overnight. I used to see I don't use it a great deal, mm. uh, and it used to last me basically two days. Wow! But now it'll basically drop its charge overnight. That is staggering, and this is only a twelve or thirteen month old phone, is it? Yes, yes, it's twelve months old. Oh, you know, I wouldn't hesitate. To, where did you get it from, mate? Telstra. I would take it back to Telstra. I don't think that's acceptable. Um, the obvious, and right. I'm, I don't want to, um, I don't want to put you in a in a pigeonhole here, George. But I'm tipping you don't have a whole lot of apps on there, mate. Um, I, I do have some apps. Yes. Yep. Do you know? I wouldn't say a whole lot. Yeah. Have you Have you looked into the settings? Do you know how to see which apps are using the battery? 
Yes, I have, and nothing seems to be along the bar too far. Mm, mm. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing uh, right to the end of the bar or anything like that. Mm. So what I'd want you to do is, is monitor that over a couple of days and see which apps use the most percentage of battery. So if you go into settings and battery, you can see, you know, like on mine it says Twitter, 17%, Facebook, 10%, screen, 8% and those kind of things. Now, if it's the screen, there's nothing you can do other than stop using the phone so much. But if there's a particular right. app um, that is that is taking up a large amount of your battery usage, then yes. it would absolutely be... And that, that's different to storage. We're talking about battery usage. Then that's the app you need to target. Now, George, before you take the device back, because they won't just swap it for you on the spot. They'll, they'll question you. It'll all be your fault until you determine that the device is faulty. Um, yes. It would be worthwhile doing a factory reset. Now, it's a pain okay. in the bum because you've got to reinstall those apps. But if you've, what's, where's your email account? Is it Big Pond or Google or what is it? Big Pond. So you're going to have to reinstall your Big Pond account. You're going to have to make sure you've got a backup of your contacts. But if you wipe that phone to, back to factory and you go into settings, you go back up and re- reset, you go factory reset, it literally wipes it back to like it was in the box. And yes, right. if you then start using the phone and don't install too many apps, start using the phone and see whether the battery then is depleting really quickly, then it's a faulty device. Like there's just no question. If, if you use it for three days without installing many apps at all on it and the battery is depleting quickly, it's a faulty device, it's a faulty battery and it should be replaced. And I would take it straight back to Telstra and say, listen, this thing is only 13 months old. It should absolutely work better than it does right now. I'm requesting that you um, repair it. Um, and if they if they say to you it's out of warranty, you say these three words, George, Australian consumer law. Australian consumer okay. law dictates that that device should still work in a um, as as required way for many years, in fact. And um, don't right. don't accept that it's out of its manufacturer's warranty. Uh, Telstra, as the person that sold it to you, is responsible to um, do that under Australian consumer law. And if the thing is faulty, they must fix it. Okay. Right, Trevor, I'll go down that path. I'll, I'll try those app settings and so forth. And, yeah, uh, we'll and look, look if, you can, if you can bridge yourself out until March, April next year, the, the S8 will, of course, be a better phone than the S7. Right, okay. Good on you, George. Good okay. luck, mate. Thank you very much, Trevor. No problems. Thanks for getting in touch. And if you've got a question, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. If you've got a technical question, a problem with a piece of technology in your life, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Get in touch. G'day, Ben. Hey, good day, Trevor. How are you going, mate? Good, mate. What can I do for you? All right. I have issues with uh, my current hosting service. So I'm currently using GoDaddy to, as a hosting service for my website. Yep. And um, I've been having, it's been very slow and um, I'm actually sure I know what exactly to do. How, so much, how, how much are you paying at the moment, what? Ben? How much are you paying at the moment, Ben? Uh, at the moment, I subscribe for three years. So I paid about $400 and to subscription for three years using a WordPress-hosted site mm. with GoDaddy. Yep. And you're obviously willing to move now. Within the three years, are you, or is it the end of the three years? Uh, definitely, I'm looking to move now because my site is going to be busy. I'm how busy? That's a big some... question, mate. How how busy is it going to be, mate? How many uh, estimated page views per month do you think? 
I'm expecting about four or five thousand page views a month, and okay. I'm going to be exporting wines out of Australia. Yep. So I'm hoping something that's reliable. I don't want something that will hang in the middle of customers yep. buying things. Well, look, I yeah. think the um, I think the options are. I mean, I use GoDaddy for part of my um, services, but I don't use it for the pure website. I use. Uh, what used to be Melbourne IT, um, but it's very expensive and it's not really for a, such a small site. Um, I'd look at someone yep. small in Australia like WP Hosting. They actually do specific WordPress hosting. Um, uh-huh. WPHosting.com.au on their website, it says 20 bucks a month. And uh, look, you know, you're limited in the amount of traffic you can have for that rate, but I would suggest that you're going to be fine at that $20 rate. And I think that's exactly what you want to um, want to look at. So I, I think you should be able to find something in Australia, and I th- don't think you need to spend more than twenty or thirty dollars a month. But um, but it is worthwhile getting that happening now because it's not an easy process moving a website, mate. Ah, yeah, that's one thing I'm also looking at because I've done a lot of work and I had a staging site where I would do all my changes and then move all my stuff onto my production side. Yep, yep. So I'm also looking at something that to allow that process to be smooth and easy. Yeah, well, look, I mean, you need to I'll, you need to get someone to help you. If that's not something you can do yourself, then you need to look at a, at a migration agent, or someone who can help you um, move your site, migrate your site. Now, that's, that's going to cost you money, um, but that's an investment in your business. And I think the best place to find those kind of people is, um, you know, freelancer.com. Um, you might even be able to find someone on Airtasker, um, but you want to check their check their credentials before you go throwing your website password at them. That's all. But certainly, you should be able to find some support in Australia or on freelancer.com, and certainly it shouldn't be ridiculously expensive. But you will need to invest more probably in the moving of the site than the hosting of the site over the next twelve months. I see. I see. Oh, that's very good advice, Trevor. No worries, mate. Good luck with the move and good luck with the business. All right. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thank you very much, Ben. And if you've got a question like Ben about anything technology in your life, uh, get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Hey, Brad Loomer. Thanks for the rating on the iTunes store. If you uh, want to pop into the iTunes store, leave a five-star rating, leave a comment, I'll say day. It's always lovely to hear from uh, from listeners. Brad Loomer left a lovely podcast. Definitely worth a listen, he said. A great, highly informative, info-packed podcast helping people understand tech and make decisions based on non-biased opinions. A go-to podcast to find out all the latest in new gadgets and tech. Well done, Trevor. Thank you very much. And if you're willing to rate that one, why don't you rate the others as well? Um, Two blokes talking tech and also talking technology. Now, if you want to rate the... um, the uh, 2UE show, uh, 2UE Talking Lifestyle, talkinglifestyle.com.au is the website. The podcast is called Talking Technology. Search for that on iTunes. Give it a rating. Be greatly appreciated. Let other people find all the great content that I'm pumping out these days. Now, CES is just days away. Uh, we leave for CES on the 31st of December. Not sure we'll have another podcast before then. I will be doing multiple podcasts from CES in Las Vegas in January. So keep your ears tuned to that Um, If I don't speak to you before then, have a safe and happy new year. More importantly, Merry Christmas to you, your family and everyone else. I'm off to turn uh, a milestone age, which I don't want to repeat tomorrow, um, but it's okay. I'm grey, I'm getting bald, life goes on. I've got three beautiful kids, I've got a wonderful life. There's nothing to be worried about. (laughs) Thanks for listening through 2016. It's been an awesome pleasure having you on board. We'll be back again next year. We do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin and, of course, Alcatel. 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Tell your friends, subscribe, leave ratings, and it all helps your tech life. Over and out. Thank you.